0: bonjour and hello everyone welcome to queer french farmhouse the podcast about being queer as an expat living in france and renovating a house or in my case half a chateau So summer has arrived in Charente, it's just so warm outside. I just made myself an iced coffee, sat down to record the second episode of uh, this podcast. And today I want to talk about the misconceptions of being queer and being handy. I think the biggest problem that I encounter are... I'm not even sure if I should call it a problem, but the biggest misconception I usually encounter is that people think that queer people are very creative, kind of open-minded people. We're We're like stuck in this tiny box, you know? And there's like so many of us and we're all so different and everything's like totally like... Ah, uh, yeah This we're just like everyone else in the end you know it's like we love like lots of different things yes we are heavily represented in the creative industry which is um i don't know if it has anything to do with being queer actually does something about your creativity or like, maybe the rite of passage actually makes you want to find an output. I think that's how I perceived it in my youth, that I was this teenager who was absolutely lost. Like, I didn't know where I could fit in. And I already knew, basically, at the very early age that I was, I was basically gay and um i was I was different than the other kids, and kids were making fun of me all the time and i had I had a horrible, horrible time at school and um so I kind of was looking for an output to put like sometimes all this rage and this anger as well against myself usually or against other people into something that I could transform it into you know make it kind of visible and um, in the very beginning art helped me a lot with that like drawing and I went to like uh, additional art school after um, after high school but um, yeah no not even but (laughs) it's just like it was my kind of way to deal with this world and my kind of way to convey my feelings and to express them and at one point I started dancing and that was just like I had found like this form of expression that allowed me to actually express myself fully and be myself and um, actually, yeah, find find a way to, yeah, uh, to just express myself, you know, to just like show all these things and like to process all these things as well because I thought for myself it was, it was always like each time going on stage I could process something or like in all those different roles that you were interpreting you could always find something that you could attach your own feelings to. And I think I think that's what makes a great artist. And I'm not saying in any means that I'm a great phenomenal artist. Um, but I do think that smart people find a way to attach something very personal to something maybe even generic, you know, like a love story like Romeo and Juliet with heard it one million times and it's getting like recycled and movies and movies and movies it's always the same patterns, always the same kind of story so it is a bit generic but if you can find a way to attach your own emotions to it and your own feelings and your own story it becomes something that actually almost is therapeutic for yourself and I think that also makes a huge difference for the audience watching because suddenly they see something that is real you know and that's why I think like coming full circle on the arts and creative industry and queer people being heavily represented in there is that I think we all kind of find an output for us and usually like arts and are very accessible drawing like everybody can draw it's like it's nothing that that actually costs you a lot of money like ballet does for sure and other art things like like music also does unless you have maybe have a neighbor who's there and who has a piano and things like this it's like but i do also understand that some of the arts are very privileged but um other things are quite easily accessible and quite yeah just easy to do, I guess. And that's that's why I think that's my own explanation. I have not researched this in any way. Um, but maybe it is worth a research, actually. Or if there is some kind of explanation or if there is some kind of, like, statistic on it, at least. So um, when it comes to handy jobs, it's like it always still society is kind of like, oh, the manly man, you know, uh, or the really butch woman which is just like all these horrible stereotypes because I mean why it just doesn't make sense you know um so I think when I started renovating this house I'm sitting in here right now um I think I was faced with a lot of this and even from my own parents like kind of they didn't. They didn't really express it. I mean, my parents love me, and they love me for who I am and everything. I mean, they've been there at my wedding and everything. They've been horribly sad when I st- I started this whole process of divorcing my husband and blah blah blah, um, but. I think they've been kind of reluctant to be like, oh, you're doing all of that alone. And I was like, you know what? It's like, I love an adventure. That's the thing. And I truly believe there's nothing that you cannot teach yourself or can't learn from somebody who has already done it. So my dad's really, really handy. So. I asked him a lot of things and I asked him constantly during the process of renovations like what he thinks what I would do so we would kind of stay in exchange and he came and he helped like for 2 weeks I mean my dad's over 60 so and he's had a heart attack and everything so he needs to take it slow but he was still he could still help me with a lot of things and just like with his all the things that he he says, and all the things he knows, like, from experience, because it, he's also an engineer, so it's his job, basically, um, of doing this. It was his job for a really long time, so he has lots of experience, um, and I really wanted to tap into that, and I think it's still kind of this misconception that queer people can't be handy, or, like, that especially, like, there's this picture of... a feminine gay guys and I'm saying like feminine gay guys you go like absolutely like (laughs) don't really don't get me wrong with this but there's this societal image of being you know like oh I'll break a nail or I'll do that or you know it's like I think we can have both we can have all of it if We are fine with it. Okay, so I'm gonna take a quick sip of my iced coffee, and I have a cake in the oven that I need to get out of the oven very soon. So we'll take a tiny little break here, and then I'll be right back with you. While you're waiting, did you already know that I also have a YouTube channel called Le Demi Chateau? You can find it on YouTube if you enter Le Demi Chateau. This is L-E- D-E-M-I-C-H-A-T-E-A-U I (laughs) I hope I spelled that right. You can find me also on Instagram with the same account and you can follow my journey renovating this 13th century chateau that I live in here in southwest France. I'm back. (laughs) Sorry, that was probably really loud. Oh, God. I just had to take this cake out of the oven because i'm having people over tonight and um yeah so we'll be having some cake for dessert um where was i yeah handy people handy being handy and being queer so i think there's a, yeah i think there was this reluctancy from my parents being like oh oh okay let's let's see what's gonna happen there and i think some some other people were reluctant as well. I mean they wouldn't have said it, obviously, but at the same time they were like, oh, okay, okay, let's let's see what this dude is up now. And um so and then I started and I I I would say I'm a quick learner, but I'm not a very handy person, so um I basically taught myself everything um, that I was doing in the house and I really enjoyed the process actually I have to say and I really really like just loved it like from beginning to the end it's just like it's been so much fun renovating this house and I've just had a blast and I'm so thankful for getting the opportunity and getting to yeah to also like learn about myself during this renovation process because there are things when you get to a point where you just sit down and you want to cry it's like you like everything's going wrong nothing is working and you just go absolutely crazy and you just don't know where the mistake is and you're looking for it and you're looking for it and you're getting more and more frustrated and um yeah then eventually you find it out or sometimes you don't (laughs) and that's when it gets mysterious and that's when you need help from others and it's okay to ask for help from others it's like I'm really bad at it so um but you go ask for help for somebody else and I need to learn to do the same um more often so yeah I think I think it's also like an under underrepresentation in handy jobs of queer people of very obviously queer people also but then again I'm like I'm like in those in this in between it's like do I need to see someone who's like very obviously queer and out and everything in a handy job like you know it's like it's like then I want I also want like people to kind of apply a certain stereotype and then put it into handy jobs you know what i mean it's like um so i think it's it's a combination i think it's it's encouraging queer people to do anything they want and queer young people to do anything they want because i believe if you set your mind to it you can do anything and if you're passionate about it you are going to rock it. Because I think, like, passion is a really, really big factor in all of it. And I think maybe it's also because, like, people or queer people get discouraged. It's also... It's a very male-dominated world. Like, all those handy jobs, you know? People who do, like, handy jobs. Like, even those small kind of janitor jobs. Or people who... Um, flip houses, renovate houses. Maybe, maybe it's also like the renovation kind of thing is more, leans more towards the queer spectrum because it's also very creative. And I do know a lot of amazing people who are queer, who are decorators, interior designers, but that's a whole different, but builders, it's like, that, that's the thing. Where are the queer builders? You need to show yourselves, guys and girls and people. Just like really, where are the queer builders? Um, that's what I'm asking myself. You know, it's, it's 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 yeah. I think sometimes if role models lack, like people don't go into into these jobs or don't think that they're welcome there. Especially, I think for queer people, you you tend to be very cautious about where you go, what you do, especially if you don't fit in a certain norm, you know. It's like for me as a gay man who defines like kind of, I would say, myself, I'm not really like gender super conforming because I would define more like one day... As a he, but the other day maybe as a day, because I feel like I don't want to be like I I don't want to be labeled as like something. I want to be myself, and if I feel like I one day I want to wear something that's out of the ordinary for a cis male, um, then that's fine, and I don't I don't really care, and. Um, I wear women's handbags all the time. <laughs> it's like but I also love like I don't know, like typically I don't I can't even tell you like all the stereotypes. So it's just like I just find this idea like very yeah, very kind of I don't know, it 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 it's, it's almost it's almost scary, like, that we, that we all get put into these different boxes, and we need to conform with those boxes, because society wants us to be, like, easily labeled, and, um, so, yeah, I think, I think I lost my point (laughs) there, (laughs) but, um, what what about you guys? It's like what what do you think on this topic? It, did you ever think about this? Did you ever think about like the queer representation of people and handy jobs? Have you have you seen queer people or like obviously queer people and it's like, is there is is there anything that you think that maybe queer people could experience? Another thing that I would, I would think that queer people could experience, like very like openly queer people, people who, who are maybe intersexual, transsexual, um, people who also like, you know, there's like so many people who define as something in between as well. Um, and then they get like, They get negative looks in society, a trans person who just doesn't want to, like, completely transform their body, which is absolutely valid, and it's your body, and it's your choice, and I think it's really important to feel good with where you are, Um, but then again, like, someone who has long hair and wears women's clothes, but is kind of, like, of what society would say, a male body, um, would they have a hard time going around and actually, like, doing handy jobs or, like, working uh, at a construction site or being a builder or being a contractor? What would... Would this create problems for them for their everyday life? Would they be discriminated against? That's the thing. I think that's that's the question we all need to ask ourselves. Like, would we actually discriminate against these people and be like, if we saw, let's say, um, an internet presence like a website of this person um, advertising their services as a builder? Um, would you actually, like, um, engage with those people and would you actually, like, call them up and ask them for a quote or would you think, would the stereotypes in your head kick in and be like, oh, but this person, because the way they look won't be able to do the job or won't be able to do the job as much as this dude who is, like all masculine, wears a helmet, wears a tank top and like working boots and looks like super masculine and it's like a bit buff maybe, a bit more hairy, you know? It's like, and we all think in these stereotypes because they're so deeply engraved in society. And I think it's really, really important to unravel all of these stereotypes and start thinking also And start reflecting what your thinking patterns are when you see people outside and when you interact with other people. Because everyone has a story and everyone wants to be, in the end, loved and respected and be left alone sometimes, you know? Just like, just respect that you we all need our personal spaces and we all need our space to evolve as human beings. And I think it's really important to remind ourselves that we want to encounter other people with compassion and with kindness. And we want other people to do the same for us. You know, it's like, you don't want to go somewhere and feel really weird. You don't want to go like, I don't know let's just say you don't want to go to a restaurant and you you get into the restaurant and everybody stares at you because you're wearing what you're wearing. If you turn the whole thing around, and if like being straight would be the problem, then, yeah, I think all these situations I think would be kind of weird. you know if you if you'd go to a restaurant, let's take the restaurant example again, and being straight would be like, not the norm of this society, then you would enter that restaurant as a cis male with a cis woman and everybody would stare at you. Or, yeah, and it would be a really awkward situation for you because people would be maybe talking and it's gotten a lot, lot better. I'm not saying that it's, like, this horrible anymore, but there is still lots and lots of work that we need to do and that's why also i think this podcast is so important and i'm also not saying like oh i'm doing a great job you know it's um i'm doing it because i want to show all these little things all these things that we're thinking about or society thinks about and try to kind of unravel it and see like okay what, what is my picture and how do I perceive the outside world and how, do, how can I change it to make it better? You know, basically that. So yeah, I've been talking about this with you and maybe you want to share some of your opinions and um, maybe we can also talk on my Instagram or wherever suits for you and yeah I would love for you to subscribe if you like my podcast it's coming out every week and um, I have the only thing that's left to say thank you very much for listening I hope you're well and have a beautiful day night wherever you are and well à bientôt et bisous